Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, dear Gooners. Go and find someone you care about and ask them for a big hug. If you've got a cat, give it a squeeze. If you've got a dog, give it a pat. If you've got a goldfish, stay out of that fish tank. It'll do you no bloody good. Right. This is the uh, the preview, the post-game show for Newcastle United to Arsenal Europa League team. Neil with me tonight is the wonderful Femi, as always. It's, uh, he's got his hat on back to front. Anyone gives him any jip and he's going to John Cena the, the hell out of them. You like right, Femi? No, you're not all right. I'm not going to ask you. And- <laughs> no, 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 not all right. I'm not, I'm not really all right, to be honest. No, I don't blame right. you. And also, we were tonight making a second appearance is Fran. You all right? No, not all right either. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, let's have a look at my notes and see where we're going to start <laughs> on this. Uh Fem, uh, just give us your initial thoughts of the whole game and why, why just in case people weren't sure, why you're not a happy chappy. Um, so, I mean, I always experienced the bottle job that was the Emery season uh, where we needed a few points to finish top four and I never thought I'd see anything as bad as that ever again. But uh, when I left the stadium on Sunday last week, after we hung on to 10 men leads. Not as bad as everyone said, but I thought, you know what? There's literally no way we can screw this up. There's so many ways we can get in the top four right now. It doesn't. It it didn't make any computer. No, it just didn't make sense. In in the computer-generated simulations, in real-world simulations, in your mind, and... I mean, God's sake! That that performance is just—it's—it's uh, it's, uh, mate. If I could cry, I would. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Absolute shambles, mate. Uh, yeah, I agree, Fran. Uh, your summary of of, of the uh, of the game? Ah, uh, I went into it feeling optimistic, but a big part of me was kind of like, "Will we have recovered?" from what happened at Spurs. Like, is this team mentally strong enough to come back and give it their all? Then I saw the Newcastle Stadium at the beginning of the match. Absolutely terrifying just for me to watch on the telly. Like, I've got to give them that. And those players, they did not do well last week with that atmosphere at Spurs. And then we see the Newcastle Stadium, if anything, even more intimidating. And I just thought, this is... that. I'm hopeful, but there's a very strong chance that we could just mentally be overwhelmed. And I think that's basically what happened. Um, but yeah, plenty of notes to talk about, about the performance. Um, I've got not, zero not notes. Happy. I'm not going to lie to you. I've got, <laughs> I've got no notes. All I've keep I keep saying is that was from that was just, just the depths of hell performance. Yeah. Absolute shambles. If I didn't have notes, I think I'd just be in stunned silence and depression. So, right. Fem, start of the game. Something I've never seen. I've done if I've seen it before. We kick off and give the ball straight to Ramsdale. <laughs> Thanks. At that we moment, do that every game. We do, do that every we? game. 
yeah, yeah that, that's what our kickoff routine. That's why I wrote it down. I was going to say, is that I didn't even see the the Lacazette injury, and I haven't taken my eyes off the screen for the entire time. Anyway, Ramsdale at seven minutes. Ramsdale doing an Almunia, or was it Tavares's fault? And then right away, um, White booked. What were you thinking then? Oh, it's okay. We're just we're just lulling them into a full sense of security. Our goalkeeper's falling you know over what? and taking a kick. That's exactly what I thought. I thought there's no way we can be playing like this when we need to win. We must have a plan of drawing them in and then breaking out. But as the half kept going on, like you said, the Ramsdale one was when I thought, hold on a minute, something, something's not quite right here. And then um, the Ben White one, yeah, it's a yellow card, I guess. It's it's quite weird that every tackle that we make we seem to get a yellow card, but that's a story for another day, I guess. Um, we just got pressed out of our minds, really. Newcastle just came out of the blocks flying and never stopped um, for at least 60 minutes. And we just could not get a grip at all. Yeah. Everything everything that we, we've been good at this season, which is playing out from the back, which is drawing play, drawing teams in and, and breaking on them or pushing out, none of it. We had nothing. Um, physically, we just looked... We look finished. Um, it's, it's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on Newcastle pressing, I think um, managerially they must have been told like you can rattle this team. Like they, they after what happened at Spurs this week, just go out there like, and we looked like out muscled. Um, got completely rattled by Newcastle. I they did. They weren't exceptional, but. They knew to intimidate us and knock our confidence. And I, I, we, I was happy after the first twenty minutes. My boyfriend and I that we hadn't conceded, and I thought, okay, right, the game's going to settle down. We're going to be able to start building. And we just either we didn't do it ourselves, or Newcastle just didn't give us the chance to. It just didn't really get any better from surviving the first twenty minutes. Yeah, I, I said, I looked at the clock when it was, we got our first corner, I think, around 20 minutes. And I looked at the yeah. clock and I said, you know what? We've rolled out 20 minutes. Let's take yeah. it in little blocks if we're going to play like yeah. this. You know, let's let's do little chunks of the game. And I looked, I said, OK, first corner. OK, let's settle down now and get a grip on the game. Saka had, I think, a couple of shots at that point as well. One was blocked. One was, I think, was it saved by the keeper? That's the only, that's, yeah, 24th minute, they said. that's the. Yeah. We had two shots on target, and that was one, and the Erdegaard one was the other. So, yeah, yeah. the um, the first shot on target was the 24th minute. You guys probably have notes on that. And we just looked <laughs> my, shot to bits. My note after we did have a few shots from the right-hand side is just in capitals, fuck off, Dan Byrne. Um, <laughs> yeah, he made a few I, good blocks. I, I made a note on 11 minutes, Fran. I put uh, more miscommunication between Tavares and Rami. Rami was shouting at him two or three times during the game. Was was that a sign of, of what was to come for you? Because I'm not sure the the goals we conceded was Tavares's fault. I think the first one, we we're going to no, come to it later, the first one was well, actually the first one was his fault because of the dodgy throw-in. Anyway, we'll come to that later. So uh, yeah, next thing, uh, Fran, uh, Saint Maximin. Wow, five goals, four assists this season. Really weird hairstyle. Uh, one hell of a player though. 
thighs thighs that you could that you could could that could strangle a python to death. So I've put St. Maximum is doing Tommy every single time and yeah. Bruno is dominating the midfield. Did you have a tear in your eye when you thought Bruno was on the verge of signing for Arsenal in the January transfer window and what he could have done in that window and poor old Tommy every single time you could tell he wasn't fit because yeah. every single time um Maximum took him on he beamed didn't he? Yeah. Um, I, I wrote down Tommy struggling, question mark, um, even though we can't criticise the manager for that because Tommy was not played against Son, like kind of the similar player last week. And then everyone said, oh, Tommy should have been against him. And so Tommy was against their strongest forward this week or winger. I don't know what position he is. And yeah, he still couldn't really make that difference. Um, yeah. I, so did we nearly sign Gamirash? Yeah, I think Chris was saying it was almost a done deal. And then Newcastle went, if you sign for us, we'll give you a huge um, avoiding relegation bonus. And he went, oh, off to Newcastle. Ooh. Is that about it, Femi? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was It was all like, um, I don't know. It's just so weird that we, this, uh, anyway, I'm sure we'll leave January for another day. But yeah, <laughs> he, he it was like a one when when Newcastle was signing him. I did remember the Arsenal fans were up in arms. Oh, he's exactly what we should be going for. That type of player, and we were linked with him sort of last summer. And like you said, um, like Chris said in January as well. But we kind of left it a bit late to try and you know go in and 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 make the offer. Really, I mean, at, at that price, he's a steal. He's a steal for them. Yeah, 30-odd million. Um, Femi, up at 20th minute, uh, it took 20 minutes for Saka to get his first run at goal, which is something we've not seen in the last two or three games. The the season has caught... We've got the youngest team in the Premier League and the season has caught Smith-Rowe and Saka and maybe even Erdegaard has caught them up because all three of them have done virtually nothing for the last three games. Um, Yeah, even Leeds, they were terrible. But for 20 minutes for Saka to get that, that run. But when he did... It was a magnificent, wasn't it? He took, he got past everyone into the uh, the touchline, almost put it across goal, and about four of our players slid in to try and get it. We were a nat's testicle away from scoring there, so I was feeling a little bit upbeat at that moment. Were you? Was was that the twentieth minute? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think I wrote down there was like a little one-two between Saka and Odegaard then, and then a chance, and the the, the crowd actually quietened down a bit. But then we just didn't yeah. keep it up. We couldn't keep it up because we had no stronghold in midfield. Their midfield just absolutely swarmed us. Um, on any, on any, I don't want to. I find it hard not to get into individual players tonight because everyone was bad. But yeah. on any was getting overran both ways, in possession and out of possession. So they were just breaking on him constantly. We yeah. didn't. We, I mean, we decided to play a four-three-three tonight. Sometimes you have to be smart as a manager and say, you know what, let's stick Xhaka right next to Oneni, drop them a bit deeper, get a foothold in the game, and then play your ball, your football. It's the same yeah. thing as against Spurs last week. We just went gung-ho right from the start, pressing from the front. Sometimes control the game, but we had no control over the game. That's why players like Saka couldn't get the ball and when they mm. did get the ball they were so isolated because we're so deep and you know we, we, we cannot break a whole team from defense to attack you have to have good center Premier League football as far as I remember when I used to watch it when Vieira and Keane used to do battle and etc etc the first thing that the commentators would always say when you're coming out is you've got to win the midfield battle our central midfield has been 
absolute garbage for years. It was a little bit better this year because Party actually stepped up, but it's been rubbish for years, and we've not sorted that issue out. Newcastle, as soon as they sorted their central midfield out, look at the midfield they had today. They had Bruno, they had um, Longstaff and Joe Linton, and they absolutely dominated us. They just powered right through us, whether they were fouling or just pushing our players down. We, we just couldn't control the ball at all. So players like Saka and uh, Smith Rowe had no chance of getting in the game. Yeah. Their defence also... Oh. Go on, carry on. Their defence also piled in. So at some points, it looked like they had five in midfield yeah. against two. At one point, I wrote down like, why do they have 20 players on the pitch, Danny? Um. <laughs> <laughs> You've got wireless uh, Bluetooth earbuds in, haven't you? Yeah, are they yes, kind of- there is a slight delay. That's why most of us don't wear them. Don't worry about it now. But there is a. That's why occasionally your speak obviously is about half a second delay between speaking. So don't think you're being rude. Don't worry about it. Um, all right, all right. We've got <laughs> Femi. Is, uh, I think Femi's mastered it. It just takes a while to get used to, doesn't it, Femi? I'll put my hand up. No, no, I don't have no, to do that. Just, 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 just talk. No, you talk whenever you want. Yeah. Uh, we've got a, a point here from Dr. James Stoke, OBE, MBE, CBE. He says, do any of you folks think that Arteta deals with defeat by binge eating Turkish delight and aggressively howling tunelessly at power ballads? Good question. Yeah, he probably does that while he's on the <laughs> phone to his, his master, his sensei. <laughs> Because <laughs> he just looked like Pep on that touchline today. It was just like, oh, anyway, I don't, I'm not really getting into the Arteta stuff tonight, to be honest. It is what it is. If I speak, then I will be banned. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> next point we're up to is uh, I've put, um, oh, 23rd minute, Fran. I put Saka has a good shot. It's our time to attack now. How wrong was I? <laughs> So very wrong, Danny. So very wrong. Um, we just weren't linking up passes. I mean, we were. Were we doing dodgy passes? It seemed like we were. Or were they just wanting the ball more? We couldn't seem to string together more than two or three passes before they were back all over us. Um, I just never felt in the game, really, even though we had a couple of chances, um, that we looked like scoring. Um, the second half was just particularly painful. But I, I thought we'd go one 0 by half time. To be honest, it was it was a hard watch. It was yeah. indeed. Go on, Pam. go on. Give me the next thing you want me to talk about. <laughs> uh, right, I've got a thirteen minute gap. Have you got anything between twenty three and thirty six, Fran? Good save from Rambo. The th- oh no, that is the thirty six. Uh, I wrote done well not to concede in the first thirty minutes. So yes. that was good. That was good. That was. I thought we'll come back second half. Amazing. Um, I, I, I re- we could still hear the away fans. Um, I heard them in the first half over all of that Newcastle no- noise. So that was amazing. They've been brilliant all season. I've been. Feel awful for them. I've got tonight. a couple of friends. I've got a couple of friends that made that journey as well. So <laughs> safe journey to them back. Um, what I would say is Newcastle clearly knew that we had on fit centre-backs because they were just popping those through those long balls to um, Wilson to chase down and our centre-backs just looked uncomfortable. To be fair, both of them did really well, even though Ben White scored an own goal. I thought they they were under severe pressure. Gabriel was just constantly under pressure tonight. You know, he was shouting, 
trying to wake the team up and it just yeah it's one too many games I think for some of our players yeah um, they did do well not to they really did keep their heads I thought in the first 10 minutes or so like this could be like Tottenham we'll get someone sent off we'll get a pen but I was really impressed when we did hold it together um for those first 20 30 minutes um yeah. Yes, I was a little bit distracted there. I just realised Stokes wasn't a moderator, so I think I've just made him one. Um, let me know if that's worked, Stokes, because Thunder Thunder might need a slapped bottom if he's been a naughty boy. He wants Femi to stand up and show him his bottom. And, uh, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Mate, not here. You know the amount of you have to be nice. The amount of messages I'm getting from Man United. Are Man United fans for some reason tonight is amazing. Uh, I see you did your um. Your iPhone only thing. What was that earlier today? What's that where you were talking? Uh, not bandstand, something like that, where you were discussing the game. But you can only get it. If oh, you oh yeah, yeah, Clubhouse. I wasn't really on it to be honest. I was on it. Huh? I couldn't. I couldn't. Do you know what? I was so nervous for this game. I'm so glad that we can't get. We, we basically can't get fourth now because we just can gone. mathematically. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck with Norwich beating anyone. <laughs> Norwich have got to beat them 8-0 and we've got to win 8-0 or something crazy like that. No, Norwich just got to beat them and we, we actually have to win a match. And the amount of players that we, we had left walking tonight, I doubt if we're winning get on Sunday. But, you know, we can go on Sunday and just enjoy the last game of the season, I guess. Well, beating, if, if oh, fucking hell, come on, fat-fingered shit. Um, yeah, then, uh, no, if, if Spurs, well, if Norwich win... And then we win. We, yeah, we've done it. But there's fuck all chance of that. But then again, we're, we're not much better than Europa League team, are we, at the moment? And uh, so, well, I mean, we could. Harder. They could draw with Norwich, and then we could. We need sixteen. What's that's what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's, all right. that's, that's, that's what I've got my my fingers crossed for. Um, Lacazette can score all these seasons' goals in one game. That bad. Pretend it's West Brom in the League Cup. We'll be fine. Right. Um, where was I down to? 36-minute dominate. We talked about that a lot. 37th minute, Tommy went down. Mikel had a team talk, Fran. Uh, are you a fan yeah. of Mikel's team talks, his huddles? I was quite glad to see that, um, the impromptu team talk. Um, was this when Tommy went down? Or? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, like, he was communicating with Rambo. I thought he might be telling Rambo, like, do a few more long balls, like, get it all the way up to Saka. I, I wish I could have heard what he said, um, but did it work? We we needed a team talk though. I mean, it's good that he did one. It used to work in the lockdown period. <laughs> I mean, it, we used to always play better after those water breaks, didn't we? So mm-hmm. it kind of used to work. Um, as for the injury, I mean, he's the last player I expected to get injured in a funny way out of the three defenders that were kind of the walking wounded on the pitch um, but clearly I mean he's come back from injury and I've got to say we've just we just overload our players because we don't trust yeah. other players and we yeah. just too many games in a row for a, a guy that's been, I said I was shocked that he's even starting at this stage I mean he's, he really hasn't played since New Year's Day against Man City mm-hmm. and to expect him to play four games in sort of 13 days is, is quite a big ask and it's something we have to learn to 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 manage because it's it's yeah. the amount of injuries that we're getting for a team that's not in Europe is very scary. Um, someone's put here that we've played forty-one games a season. That's that's really not a lot. 
are we overloading the players when we're only in in the prem? Like, yeah, they we, should, we got they knocked out of the FA Cup in the third round. You know, we played what three or four League Cup games. That's that's not a lot of games. No, we should be able to manage one or two games a week. I mean, the only player that I would say has been overloaded would be Saka, who's just like he'll yeah. be injured and he's just. Yeah. Arteta's got a whip like you'll keep well, playing I mean if we if we think we had a lot of games this season I mean we got a World Cup in the middle of the season next season there's no break at all be- between August and what is it November that they're going to break there's literally just back to back non-stop football there's no you know you get weeks off in Europe you play one week or two weeks in a row or something like that it's yeah. every week is a European game until yeah. the end of November it's it's yeah. scary that the the fixture list for next season. So we can't even do one game a week. Yeah, so he has to get a squad that he trusts. Otherwise, we will have a lot of injuries before November, before the World Cup even starts. And that you you'll check it one day. You'll see the fixture list is absolutely insane. And that's with but, Europa League playing Thursday, Sunday as well. I hate scary. to be that person, yeah. But when I'm just going to say the J word, January. A lot of us were saying, we won't dwell on it, but a lot of us were saying, what about injuries? We're not bringing in new people. We've offloaded a few players that we could have used. And I personally was really worried about injuries with how small our squad was. I know a lot of people were. And it seems like that gamble, to be fair, I'm saying it is harsh that it didn't pay off. But a lot of our players have got injured and that has definitely hurt us in these last few games with such a big opportunity. You've got a fan yeah. in Ravinda. He says, is Fran a new guest? She should be a regular. Well, we've uh, she, she did a preview show. We, we've moved her up to the post-game show. And so uh, yeah, I think she'll be doing more stuff with us because she's very good. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. I, I love Danny. Cracks me up. <laughs> and he, always, he always makes you feel really welcome as well. So, That's good. Yeah. yeah, so I have to treat every every young female like that. Like, uh, I would want someone to treat my daughter who's the same age as you. Well, she will be in uh, 13 days. And I've got uh, nothing for a birthday. Days. When's her birthday? Then? 29th. Get her an uh, awesome one, season. One day ticket. after me, Danny. Is it? Oh, yeah. hers is the same day as, I think, Andre Arshavin. I'm I've got a list of someone. Well, mine's Tony Adams and Charlie George. You can't beat that. Two of the greatest Wiltord. ever players. I think I'm Wiltord or something silly like that. I can't remember. No, Wiltord was. Um, it, was it was last, last week, week, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Someone. Can I... Stan, Stan, in the chat. Stan, can you hear me? I've just made you a mod on there. Oh, there you go. It's popped up. You're now blue. Yeah, because uh, most of my lot are <laughs> in our WhatsApp group, bitching and whining like children rather than being here, making sure people behave themselves. Go on, Fran. You're going to say something. I was going to say, do we have your permission to just like offload, like rant, and then yeah. at the end we'll like, we'll uh, like tie it up with some positives, you know? Yes. There are some. Yeah, we. But uh, I do need to get it off my chest. This is a little bit like the Marvel multiverse. Um, we can go at any point in the game and back and forth and back and forth, and then something completely random like nip into Doctor Strange's house and have a big stinky poo in his toilet. So you go have a poo in Doctor Strange's toilet. Go on, off you go. No, I'm not right now. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Ask us a question. <laughs> okay, I thought you had something lined up. No. <laughs> Thunder has given himself a five-minute timeout. Good. You've been a very <laughs> naughty boy. 
Um, right, uh, half time. Oh, yeah, my last note on the first half was relentless pressure from Newcastle. We are getting nothing. And then if I go back and have a look at my half time message to Femi, it went, Oh, it's shit, but we have to be patient. Let them exhaust themselves. Then we pounce. How wrong I, was I said, I told Daniel, I, I don't think I'm coming on tonight. I, I could sense it. What, what minute was it? That was very early. It was probably about 20 minutes in. I said, Danny, I don't know if tonight's going to happen. That was 20 minutes. It was about 20 minutes into the game. You it just see, never felt like it would. You could it never see did. what was happening. You, we've seen yeah. this picture a hundred times with this team. If they start badly, you know what's coming. And it never got any better. I, I can't think of anything yeah. that I liked about tonight. T- Tavares I liked, actually. I, I did, was, too. Yeah, I thought he was really good tonight. I thought that was probably his best performance. And f- as for taking him off, well, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for well, should we have exactly, some halftime? Yeah. Should we have some halftime stats? Shots four to six. We had more on target one one possession sixty seven thirty three. They kind of murdered us there. Pass success rate. This is the important one. Eighty four percent for them. Seventy one for us. Successful passes, Femi. Do you want to stick your fingers in your ears? Because it was two hundred nine. I know ours on the 44th minute was 60. Did it get to 70? What, the successful passes? Yeah. No, we got to 116 by half time, but they had 219. Oh, Remember the days 16. of Arsene Wenger when we'd get 700 accurate yeah. passes in a game? We used to get fed up with it. Uh, key passes, 2-3 to us. Dribbles, 10-0 to them. Uh, corners, 8-3 <laughs> to them. And tackles, 8-9 to us. Um, it doesn't say how many of those are out of desperation and how many of those are actually good timed. It doesn't say whether they're completed tackles or not. Fran, have you got any other notes for the beginning of the first half? Because all I've got is Eddie booked nasty clash of uh, body parts because I wasn't even looking at the game. Oh, I was I got, busy. I've um, got a couple more stuff. notes. First of all, um, actually, we'll start with, um, did you see, um, is it Wilson, his tooth? Yeah, that was yeah. awful. I was, like, oh. I was gonna um, tweet him and say, "Could I have it and stick it in my <laughs> my one that I've lost?" But um, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not really a talking point. It was just like an uh, "oh my god" moment, and the fact yeah, we kept on playing like it was a bit. They didn't show the replay of how it happened. Um, no. no, and then Alan Smith, the commentator for people who didn't have UK commentary, Alan Smith, Arsenal legend, said when he was playing for Leicester, he had his three front teeth knocked out. They were playing Stoke, and it was Steve Bold playing for Stoke. He did him. So, yeah, what else are you going to say, Frank? Because my next vote is 51 and that's it. Um, I realised I thought the team was going well. I thought we were doing well. But then my boyfriend said, because there's just been no catastrophes. Like, we haven't had a red. We haven't conceded. Like, that doesn't mean we're playing well, necessarily. We were not. I think those stats hugely flatter us for that first half performance. We were very lucky to go in level with new yeah uh, you know it's it might when you look at the stats it seemed like newcastle had like one shot on target and bloody bloody blah and five shots or six shots something like that but the pressure that they were putting us under was it was relentless and it was you could you know what's gonna happen we knew what's gonna happen it's sooner or later yeah it's sooner or later you're gonna it's gonna we we always saw the picture on the wall it was non-stop it was non-stop and it's just scary that we had 
no answers to it whatsoever. We had yeah. ESR, unfortunately, just slipping all over the place. Every time you got the ball, you slip over. Every, I don't yeah. know what was going on there. Ramsdale was just kicking the ball either out of play or straight to Newcastle players. And slipping. And slipping. <laughs> um, we had our two mid- central midfielders were just anonymous. Um, Erdegaard just got bullied out of the game. Yeah. Um, couple of nasty tackles on him which weren't giving us fouls but welcome to the Premier yeah. League I guess. if you muscle um, Odegaard like yeah. that's the thing people have against Odegaard like he's yeah. so techy but he's not physical enough no. um, yeah, get on the weights over summer might, yeah. might get better. and then you got Eddie who bless him he runs around a lot <laughs> but he just looks like I tell you I keep t- he looks like a child playing grown-ups football sometimes that that's seriously that's not me yeah. being bad you know he's scored yeah. a few goals recently but he actually just looks like a kid we need look at Callum yeah. Wilson imagine we had Callum Wilson playing for us he, let alone he, look at the, the he dominated our two centre backs I mean not even dominate he gave them so many problems they didn't even they couldn't relax or breathe their centre backs yeah. had a f- absolute field day today mm. <laughs> they they could have they could have not had any centre backs on the pitch. If I'm being honest yeah. with you, yeah, absolutely. Fran, moving up to the next goal because you've got the the first goal, 54th minute. Um, I I completely messed this up. I've had to edit this about four times because I had no idea what happened. So, if have you got it? What happened from the foul throw onwards? Um, was this the one where Maximum broke? And um, is this the second goal? No, first goal. Well, we had uh, Tavares had a, a throw in, and then uh, was was it, I don't know if it was made. He had to take it again, or whether he threw it to them. All I remember them saying is it was a a, a, a bad throw from him. So I think he didn't have to take it again. It's just a bad throw, and then they got it in the near touchline near where we could see from the camera. And then they worked it across midfield, and one of them went there goes St Maximum, and is that yeah. where you got your notes from? Go on, him. Well, I think that might be the one where El Nenny was on St Maximum, yep, and just that's got. It absolutely gas like he was so much slower than him um so maximum just had a load of space and i can't remember exactly how the goal happened but <laughs> just <laughs> i did i looked away oh god oh no both gabby and ben white were either side was this the own goal or was that the second one yeah the own goal uh, yeah both gabby and white were either side of him was it wilson that scored or maximum i Attacker. Um, I think it went down as a um a Ben White studs yeah. own goal, FM. But there was a shot of their attacker and like White was on this side, Gabby was on this side. They were sandwiching the attacker. Neither of them was goal side though. They were just chasing after him and that resulted in known goal. But it was two of ours on that one attacker and it, it did not it did not look good. I said to you, Callum Wilson just mm. put part of he just constantly pressured them mentally just stressing them out we had nothing going the other way absolutely nothing and i mean when you're looking at that uh, when we're looking at that goal i mean for god's sake man a foul throw it's, sorry are we i don't even know if we're on the goal i'm so annoyed <laughs> I'm go go cute. go run we had a foul throw. I mean, a foul throw, for God's sake. We're not children here. Okay, we've got a foul throw. And then the flipping players just switched off when Newcastle got the ball back. 
Cedric is... I couldn't even way... find him on the pitch in the replay. He's all the way up the other end of the pitch in absolutely no man's land. And you're thinking, where the hell is the right pet? Mm-hmm. And you've got... I just feel like crying now. You've got El Nenny chasing <laughs> Joel Why is El Nenny doing like, that? Yeah. What the flip is going on? Why? How has this happened that we started such a, a... One of the things that Arteta's been good at is just having a shape, you know, yeah. to the team. And the shape was absolutely crazy from a foul throw. Newcastle have a throwing on the other side of the pitch. Your right back is in the in where Saka should be. <laughs> you're like, what? What's going on here? Like, and it's just a yeah. shambles, mate. Absolute shambles. I've... By the end, like if the shape then was bad. By the end, after all the subs, it was non-existent. <laughs> there was no shape. They were playing <laughs> a sweeper goal, a sweeper defender. That was it. One defender. Gonna you know make, what? Gonna make... We all we all laugh at that, but that stuff annoys me because that never works in football. I can't think of many teams that can just throw. Even when Real Madrid were looking for two goals against Man City, they didn't just take off all their defenders and <laughs> throw on strikers or four. They just didn't. It doesn't make any sense because you just lose total control of the game. You look at the state of the game. You say, okay, let's let me analyze it as a manager and see what's going on, what's not working, what's working. Tavares was working. If you want to go. If you want to go to a back three, he's ideally made to play wing back. You don't put Martinelli at wing back because you nullify all the threat that he has. You put Saka. It just does. It. None of that made any sense. And that was that the first change or the second after the injury. That was the first change, wasn't it? Gabby on fifty second minute. Um, for, he took ESR. Oh, for ESR. Okay, so he took off Tavares. He brought. He t- I don't even know what was going on. Tavares went off for Laka. Yeah, Laka's out. Yeah, what the flip was that? That's <laughs> stupid. sherobi has got it here, Femi. He says Arteta went full FIFA with the subs <laughs> and full yeah, FIFA it, it 22. Never, it never works. It ne- <laughs> I look, look, I'm just giving Real Madrid. Obviously, that's elite level football, which we're not going to be yeah. playing next season, unfortunately. But think about it. Real Madrid just kept their shape. You know, they threw on midfielders. They threw on more midfielders rather than more attackers. But they didn't take off loads of defenders and just put on loads of attackers because you're not building up anyway. That's the problem. You're not building up the game. So by throwing on more forwards, how many touches did Lacazette even have on the pitch? Hardly any. He was just there for, for nothing. I mean, we, we were saying, um, could there not have been some sort of formation change at half time, Like maybe getting more in midfield, bring on Lakonga, maybe. Thank you. It was Rather midfield that like... was a problem. It wasn't up front that was a problem. We couldn't even get the ball from our defence to our midfield to no. go forward. So there's no point in bringing on more forwards <laughs> if you can't control the game. Lacazette had eight touches well in the ball. Them. He had eight. Yeah, eight this is going to make thank you. It's, this is going to make you cry. Callum Wilson, absolutely outstanding man of the match performance. Obviously, he played in the five 0 loss to Man City. He played twenty two minutes. His last game was the tw- the twenty seventh of December. He, he got injured at half time against Man United, so he has missed the next I don't know twenty games. He gets twenty two minutes against City and then comes back, starts against us, and does that. Them. Oh. He's had enough. Uh, that's, uh, is that more of a, a bad mark against uh, Arsenal, Fran, or is that just how good a magnificent world class player that um, 
that Callum Wilson is. Callum, who has uh, not really done much anywhere, wherever he's been. That, that's the question, isn't it? Were Arsenal just shocking or were Newcastle quite good? Um, and I think it might be somewhere in the middle. Um, but our record against them, we've won 18 out of the last 19 yeah. on that. And as, though, that about Callum Wilson is madness. And, and he's but, 30 years old and to come back and play like that. I mean, this season now he's got, I think he's got six in 16 uh, he's had one decent season when that was in the championship with Bournemouth and he scored 20. But <clears throat> oh, you're back, Sam. And ben. he was missing a tooth. We've got someone uh, followed us on Twitch, uh, BarnesMR1104. Oh, hello. Uh, and Kate obviously followed us recently, which was nice. Um, right, Femme, where were we up to? The uh, the goal, bloody blah, blah. Lacazette on for Tavares, playing three at the back. Gabby down, injured. Lacazette head wound down to nine men. Did you see the Lacazette head wound? Because I had no idea what happened. I didn't even know he was no. on the pitch, let alone off it. I'd forgotten. I'll be no, honest but... with you. Yeah, you know, the last 30 minutes to me were just a blur. <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch. through tears or something. I just can't. I don't know what was going on. We just had players just dropping all over the place. Gabriel looked like he came off injured, I think. Yeah. Gabri, he got, uh, obviously Martinelli got fouled, whatever. The referee gave us nothing tonight, but like I he said. He came back on. That's a story yeah. for another day, isn't it? Referees and giving us nothing. Um, yeah. I thought um, the ref was all right. Like, I, today, thought we like... got, I thought we got so many fouls he didn't give it to us. And yeah. the fouls that he was giving to Newcastle, I thought, what the, there was a bye from Almiron that he gave a free kick for that. I thought, oh, yeah, we're getting nothing tonight it's from this ref. <laughs> Promise you. Yeah. Someone asked, well, how many times did Pepe um, lose the ball? Only the one. Pepe. What the mm-hmm. flip? Sorry, I'll, you let, I'll let you go in on that one. <laughs> I think I think these subs might have been. Arteta knew we were losing, and he just thought, I'm going to do every possible thing so that no one can say I didn't try X, I didn't try Y. It's like, oh, we should have bought on this person. I did. I think it's just a preemptive like defence for criticism maybe. But Stan the Man has joined us on, on Twitch, people. Go and stat pad. Make us look good. Watch us on YouTube and watch us on Twitch if you can do that. It makes, yeah. uh, makes the numbers look good. Maybe false. Um yeah, Bernadette has made some really good points tonight, Bernadette. It's good to see you back again. Uh, Newcastle wanted to win more than Arsenal did. That's sad. That is yeah. sad. Well, obviously, they wanted it, this this young team. But th- them wanting it inside has didn't translate today to wanting it on the pitch. They could have wanted it so bad that they were just nervous and were too reserved. And my boyfriend was saying at one point, like, we have to be brave here. We have to take some risks. But it was always the safe ball, the safe pass, and then two balls. We mess it up. They get it. And we just got more and more rattled. Basically. Ah, right. And um, where are we going up to now? Uh, Fem, it's uh, so we're down to nine men for a little while. Didn't really make much difference to us, did it? Um, then Pepe on for Gabby. I'd completely forgotten about. I knew that if the the Newcastle, if uh, the opposite, if a team has a player taken off with uh, concussion, I knew they got a fourth sub, but I didn't know the other team got a fourth sub to balance it out. So, and then 
so Pepe came on for Gabby. You're thinking, hold on, does that mean we've got one centre-back who's obviously carrying an injury and does, hasn't looked that good, now playing a, a, a 2-4-1-3 formation? That isn't even configurable in FIFA, is it? If you tried to do that in FIFA, it'd go, uh-uh, not, no, you're not playing with two centre-backs. Oh, no, I got ready the wrong way. 3-1-4-2. There you go, that was it. Yeah, because I noticed Xhaka uh, sorted left-back. And then uh, it was a white centre back and Tavares right back. And then towards the end of the game, I think I saw Elneny playing centre back. Um, what do you make of that, Stan? Fran? Oh, Femme. Too many fuffers. There's a Stan, there's a Fran, and there's a Femme. Uh, for people at home on the bus walking the dog and having a poo, uh, Femi <laughs> just put his arms out and went, I don't know. I don't know what. I, what this was. This was the point in the game where I thought, okay, this is a joke now, isn't it? Like, the, clearly, we just, we've gone crumbled mentally, like, just... What is that, just, though? What well, is we, that? I mean, like, but it's, it's well, a trait. You have psychologists at the club, don't you? Like, if you notice in one or two games, like, oh, have you, we haven't scored a single goal, as that said, since since going down a goal. And you have oh, to yeah, it was six that. games, wasn't it? Away game. No, going, I think it was, um, was games one after going one nil down, zero oh. out of six. Away. Was it was zero out of eight, I think it is. God, don't make it worse. Like yeah, that. zero out of eight away games. So we've lost quite a lot of away games this season. And yeah, one we haven't come we've only come back from being behind once this season, and it was against Wolves. Just put it like that. I think it's the only time since Arteta's yeah. been in charge we've been down at half time and come back to win. So once it was one nil, it's kind of like we, we knew what was going on anyway, so it was just like it's not going to yeah. happen. Like, and if, that's if I, that's mentality. Sorry. No, go it on. is. If 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 that was me and I knew these stats, like this is just as a fan, right? I'd be showing them Real before every match. I'd be showing them Real Madrid matches, like 89th minute winners, 92nd minute winners, speeches from Rocky, YouTube motivational to just get that. That like we can do it. It can happen at any time in the game. Whereas after the first goal went in, went in, I was like, we're not scoring. Like their heads dropped. We weren't making runs. We were so static. Um, I don't blame them. They're young. But then Femi said, leadership. Um, I think it was Femi or someone in the chat. We need someone in there say to rally them. Like come on, guys. Like don't let your heads drop. Shout it. But it even looked like they were doing that, like Gabby was doing that. And maybe we're just like, maybe the quality just wasn't there today. But the mentality wasn't either. But then why is the quality not there? We've played so well before. We, we've had games where we're linking passes, we're going round like heavy presses. Why is, it's just inconsistency. Why aren't we playing like that now? Is it injuries? Is it tiredness? It is, yeah. It's a bit of that, but at the, it's a I'm bit so of injury. angry. I, um, it's, <laughs> it's a bit of tiredness, a bit of injury, but at the same time, it's a mental thing now with this team because we saw it against Villarreal last year as well. You were one nil down. You need just one goal to even send it to extra time. One goal, and the performance was atrocious. It was very similar to this. We could have lost that game as well, but it's there's just something not. And, and I'll be honest with you, it starts from the fact that we don't score a lot of goals. That kills a lot this season. That's killed us a lot. We don't have goals to make up for any sort of mistake that we make. Mm. Look at a team like Man United. Absolute garbage. Rubbish. 
but they've got Ronaldo who can cover up. Even if they lo- they're losing 3-0, he can score two goals and make it 3-2. We have, if we go down 2-0, you know the writing's on the wall. If we go down 1-0 most of the time, the writing's on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know it. And it's it's you cannot play football like that. You cannot play football unless you've got players who hurt the opposition. We don't have players that hurt the opposition, unfortunately. Man City can play like that, though, can't they? And then is Arteta... If thinking to himself, we can do that too if Pep can do it. Like, we're good enough. The boys have completely overachieved these non-out-and-out strikers. Saka, ESR, Nketiah at the end. Like, they've done so well to score the amount of goals they have. And this takes us back to January, which I always go back to. Letting Oba go, just relying just relying on Laka, basically. Because we didn't think Nketiah was going to come through. Just relying on Laka. But then, where's... Like, what if Laka doesn't hit it? What if he doesn't? Then there's there's no backup, really. And Ketia has way, like, surpassed himself these last few games. But it's just layer upon layer of, like, weird decisions. Uh... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Verbal Backflips has followed us on Twitch. Thank you very much. It's just a vanity thing you're following us on Twitch. Well, actually, we've got our first Twitch... Uh, Pay a second Twitch payment ever in five years. We've got 55 quid for two and a half years' work on on Twitch. Absolutely astounding. We, we've spent it all and um, sent Chris to the barbers for, a, for to get his highlights topped up because it was uh, it was letting us all down. Uh, Thunder says we need uh, Gabriel Jesus up front. Uh, Doris says, I'm tired. Emery was sacked for less. Hassan yeah. says, I miss Wenger. No, I don't want to go there. Dorish says, oh, I did it again. Uh, don't get why he's he gets no heat. Who's that? Oh, um, Arteta. I think it's because he played for Arsenal. I think that's, that's why he, uh, um, he gets... I think because he just signed a new contract. So what is it? What is the point of saying anything about... I mean, what, what's... what's on, that, go with it? <laughs> on that... On that... Oh. On that... Why did he... Just the fact that it was signed before top four was nailed on at this point in the season is, to me, the leadership saying, like, OK, we've got this massive opportunity, but we don't mind either way whether he gets top four or not. Like, like but that's just discounting how much of a massive opportunity this was and this whole debate, like, is it good enough if we don't make top four, bearing in mind, the expectations at the beginning of the season. But to me, it is a massive bottle, missed opportunity, missed chance for us, because will it be as easy next year to get in the top four? Can we afford to make as many mistakes and still be in fourth with three games in hand? I mean, the only thing that I'm hopeful of is we cannot have a worse group of strikers than we've had this season ever in the history of Arsenal. I mean, look at the... You, you could break it down into quarters. So the first kind of... Is it a quarters? That is Danny? I don't even know. The first quarter, we had Aubameyang. He scored four Premier League goals. The second quarter, we kind of had Lacazette. He scored four Premier League goals. And the third quarter, we had Enketia. He scored four Premier League goals. 
amazing, isn't it? Saka's scored 12 goals by himself. And we've got three individuals who have probably earned over, I don't know how much money from us. We're All still of the paying, money. We're still paying Aubameyang and he's scoring goals in for Barcelona. Like, well, there we go. Um, Arsenic Gunner is trying to be a bit rational here. He says, if you're being rational, Arsenal needs a big change. Fifth to eighth to eighth and now fifth again. We, it's just are we moaning Not too much? Ever. Beginning of the season, if they'd said you to finish fifth, would we have gone? No, fuck that. We want fourth. We'd have gone. Oh, what? Behave yourself. You, you take, that you, is you the know, argument. Fifth. That is the argument. But to me, mm. it, okay, it's all good having, you know, like let's aim to get into Europa League. The first thing was they didn't set a target. Do you remember when it was where are we aiming? And they were like, oh, you know, they like, like the owners didn't say anything. Like towards the end, Arteta and the players have been saying, yeah, we do want top four but the owners didn't say that um so we would have taken fifth at the beginning but goalposts change like this huge opportunity comes up you do have to go for it that's what sport is about it's like taking the chances and if an opportunity comes up if you're in a race and like two runners in front of you trip over you're not going to go oh i wasn't expecting to come fourth in this race i might i might <laughs> You take your opportunity. That's my my boyfriend thinks I'm way too harsh about it, and everyone's probably going to hate me. But I'm just super competitive, like, and it's it's not the players' fault. I I would put it on the lack of targets and ambition from the leadership at the beginning of the season, and then in January. Because if we'd really powered on in January and got a couple of signings, I know it's easier said than done. Then it really would have been much easier, um, and we could have got it and we still could if we win 16 nil not all is yeah. lost fair who was that young that young english bloke we had in midfield we sold to newcastle um was it hayden something hayden oh uh, isaac hayden i think it, that might have been him whoever it was promising young man we and uh yeah, we isaac hayden. oh yeah he, uh, he wasn't registered for the second half of the season with newcastle uh, he, he was one of their best players for the year and a half, or last year and a half for those, scoring goals for midfield. They didn't um, sign him, uh, to, um, add him to their Premier League list. And then we could have got hit players like him. You look around all the leagues in Europe, there are so many teams that have got players that they either can't fit in their squads or they don't want. He could have gone out and got three or four loans. Look at the loans we've had over the, the previous years. We've had loads of loans. January, we needed two or three loans. A striker who's out of form, a holding midfielder like um, the one I just said, whose name I've forgotten already, and maybe another centre-back. That's easy to do. So many players like that are out there, but anyway, um, that's just my bit on it. I'd just like to say <clears throat> I had us finishing sixth this season, but I'm just going to let you know <laughs> I'm super annoyed that we didn't finish fourth. They just showed a table on the screen. On March 15th, we were... 26 games in, we were six points ahead of Tottenham with a game in hand. <laughs> now, if we had finished and we were we were a point ahead of Man United with three games in hand, I've got to say, guys, we've got to be honest and say this is a massive collapse. Massive collapse. Whatever way you want to look at it, we're being harsh or whatever, you cannot tell me that after being six points ahead with a game in hand, that's basically you've got a nine-point advantage. 
and you've blown it. You lost. We lost to Southampton, who have won one game in about Everton. fourteen. Everton, yeah, we Southampton won one game in thirteen, and it was against us. I'm sorry, but we blew it this time, and we blew it big time. We did. I don't put it on the players necessarily, but yeah, the kind of decisions from higher up. Um, I was just about to say something, but I just got really mad again. I need to chill and think about what I was going to say. Continue. <laughs> Fem, uh, this is oh, as if you're not riled up enough. 79th minute. Pepe rogue ball, I've put it down as. Then it's two on one. Poor Ben White breathing out of his ass, and he's zigzagging one way, zigzagging the other one, trying to cut off the space. And then they, they, their player shot it over. I've put White looks absolutely fucked. A player coming back from injury who hasn't played for three games, I think it was, and you end up being your only centre-back. The poor bloke. He looks... he looks, Sometimes he looked as, as lost as... Uh, not because he was no good, because he was fucked, and it looked as knackered as Arteta. You know, about 62 minutes, they looked at Arteta, and he just did his usual head down. Yeah, he had nothing left by that point. Um, Pepe was just useless when he came on. That That's not only... Pepe and Cedric were both just absolute garbage when they came on, but Pepe was just... Like what the? This is why he doesn't play, I guess. I mean, I've been—I was an advocate for playing him, but yeah, that his performance today was just like what? Like I said, you can't even pick out one player to be honest with you. But he just kept giving the ball away constantly, and Saka at that point was just finished. Yeah. I mean, we've had young players on the bench for almost the whole of the second half of the season, at least three or four, which is insane we've always had like you know a lot of young players on the bench not one of them has come on not one of them has got any experience they've just sat on the bench the thing is we i i agree but um that's like that's squad building again like if you have players on the bench that you don't actually trust enough to bring on then there's something wrong with the way that you've constructed the squad like you've let players that we could rely on like Maitland Niles and stuff go and you've still got the numbers, but you don't trust those guys enough to come on. Um, I agree. It, yeah. It, that makes, that's the truth because now we've basically stripped out. I mean, since last January, we stripped out the German lot. What, what do you call them? Danny, the, the Bundesliga bastards last January, we shipped out a whole load more this summer, like the Hector Bellerins and, and players like that. <laughs> yeah, and January, and in January, January we stripped out a whole load of players, the Maris and the Chambers and whatnot, and mm. we still got players that we need to strip out because we just don't trust them to play. What we cannot, there's no way we can do ten transfers in and ten transfers out this summer. So how are we going to build a squad to cope with the amount of games that we're going to have next season? It will be interesting, but it's making it a lot more harder. I think what Danny said, like one one solid, experienced um, new signing in forward, mid, maybe defence, I don't know, or two, like however, maybe three experienced players and their mentality experience will be enough to bring up this good core that we have in those tough moments and like calm them down a bit and give them that mentality. I think that could be the way to go. We can't just bring in another six players that are potential players. I'm just looking here at the, the 
players that have gone out on loan this season. Uh, Reese Nelson, he could have easily played many games for us this season. Bellerin would have got games. Maitland Niles would have got a shitload of games in his versatility. And uh, whereas there were some that went out on loan, you can't tell me that um, Callum Chambers wouldn't have done, had a brilliant run in the team. Now, even Sayed Kalasnic, he'd have come in as a defensive player. So many players were like, and Pablo Mari, that's the other one, Femme. Doing wonders at Udinese. I mean, he's got sent off, but he scored a couple of goals. He's playing really well for them. All these players, it's they got rid of players that can do the job and didn't bring anybody in. And you've got to look so, at that and go, that's just mismanagement. So we're playing Martinelli, one of our best forward players, in left wing back. And <laughs> Saka sometimes, leaving us just empty in midfield. Like, what is that? Yeah, and um, they t- obviously took a calculated risk in January, and honestly, it, it just it backfired. I yeah. mean, that's the only way you can you can say it because. Oh, thanks, Phil. We saved wages, didn't we? I mean, that's what we've done. We saved wages. We didn't actually re- yeah, we didn't actually receive transfer fees for any player. I think we received what five hundred k maybe for Callum Chambers. We yeah, received then we, no. Sorry. Then we spent it on paying Oba to go. We're still paying his contract. <laughs> say that again <laughs> Mavropanos another one David has said another one who's done brilliant in Germany he's been one of their best players that's why they're now getting him for I think 2.5 million or 4.5 million and they're going to sell him immediately for 20 million yeah so, so you have to ask yourself is saving wages what was I can understand if we were getting fees for some of these players but was the saving wages worth it to strip down the squad to basically about 17 players that we and then a few of them that we just didn't trust to play anyway. So you're literally flogging the same set of players constantly. And some of these players we've seen are injury prone. You're Kieran Tierney, you're Thomas Party. You're taking a very, very, very big risk, unfortunately. And it it's that I think it's that level of squad depth that has cost us a little bit in this running. Yeah. Right, getting towards the end of the game now. We've got 12 players up front. We've got um, Ramsdale playing sweeper, keeper, defensive midfielder, and he's doing and wing backs. He's doing a great job there. Fran, 81st minute, long range shot by Wilson. He saw Rami off of his line, uh, went and thought, I'll try my luck here, and barely. I mean, I think, did Rami get a hand to it? I'm not sure. He did. Well, was this a goal or was this. No, no. A it was chance. just before the goal, the 81st minute. Where he lobbed Is him. this the one where it hit the post? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, Rambo did. I think Rambo got a hand to it and it was a good save uh, from remember. what I remember. Um, it was a good no, save. No, it, it definitely didn't no? get a hand to it because it went over his head and he was scrambling like David Seaman. Nah. <laughs> no, I might not even I might not even have been looking at this <laughs> point, was, honestly. That was a goal, hands down. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just reminded me of David Seaman getting. <laughs> getting well, don't, don't, you, don't you say Zaragoza in on this chat, <laughs> Femi, you'll be, you'll be in trouble. You're making Chris and John I, cry. That's, that's the last time I cried at our Arsenal game, actually. There you go. Josh Chan says, uh, weird as it sounds, maybe missing out on fourth is a blessing in disguise. Can you imagine how embarrassing it would be playing that type of football in the Champions League? Fran, you got your hands Let in the go. air. Let me go. If we'd have got into the Champions League, I know this squad would have found it very, very difficult. But if we'd have got into the Champions League, think about the players that we could have brought in having the Champions League and having this exciting new young squad. It's that calibre of players that already play in the Champions League. So we wouldn't be quite so... Out I of our depth, I agree with that. 
I like what Richard Garrett has to say here. Saka was burnt out. No rotation, no squad depth, no striker, no Saliba, no Bruno, unpronounceable. Our captain, a kid who can't grow a beard with white veneers. It's like a poem. Is that Odegaard? Yeah, how dare you? Our great, our great, our, our Norwegian legend. Absolute scumbag. The Viking. Funny, yeah, he's wonderful. Um, Nosa says, qualifying for the Champions League also gave us a chance to sign better players, like Fran was saying. That's what that lot are able to do this summer. Well, being Arsenal, we can still sign those top quality players, but it's going to cost us a hell of a lot more money because you've got to persuade them to come. Whereas they, if we were in the Champions League, they wouldn't have to go, well, we'll give you 250 grand a week rather than 200 grand a week. Well, we've freed up some wage bills. So. <laughs> we have, so they better, I'll tell you what, Femi, Edu better do magic in the, in the summer like he did last summer uh, to, to justify the capitulation at the club with the January, the zero January, the window transfers and uh, the players that have gone, because that that is... That has cost us Champions League football, and not just Champions League football. That is going to cost the club eighty, hundred million pound in revenue because they're changing the format next season. There's going to be leagues of sixteen teams in the group stage, and you play, you play. Uh, it's oh, in two th- seasons. Is it? Oh yeah. yeah. Is it in two seasons? I was reading about it today. I didn't see what season they said. Yeah. I think it's groups of. Is it a group of eight? And then no, so you play it's just only- a league. It's just this one single league, and you play eight games. So there are sixteen teams in it. Yeah, same same number of teams. It's just one, and then the top eight qualify, and the bottom eight play off, and all this rubbish. I, saw, I, I watched it, and I thought, <laughs> I, I'm not sure what's going on here. How can you? Have, that's that is just the Euro, the European Super League, isn't it? it? Is basically yeah. They've just snuck it in right under our noses. Yeah. Anyway, I've always hated <laughs> European football. Thunder Road says, 70 plus watching. Let's hit the thumbs up, people. Do that, or he's going to get leery and come out and bottle you. Um, uh, Lowell won the wage bill cup. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Procrastinating Womble says, Newcastle did a great job. Fake flag wear waving on Sky and advertising to the rest of the football. They will be chasing Arsenal soon. A PR masterclass broadcast globally. Agree yeah, I'll be honest with you. Unfortunately, and I said this before, Newcastle are coming, and oh, they can be coming faster than we even thought they were coming. I thought a couple of more years, but the only solace that we have is Chelsea might be normalised, as in they can't just go and spend three hundred millions on three strikers that they have now. Maybe they'll be more sensible, but Newcastle are coming <laughs> and are. just like just like man city you know you think oh they're never gonna do so you know eventually newcastle are gonna be where man city are and that's another place that we're gonna lose unfortunately so we need to buck mm-hmm. up our ideas quite that's why it i don't you know it's hard to hear you know we we, we expect you know we should be happy with europa league because this is just a chance to boost everything a little step forward especially yeah. when people's like friend was saying that the players that we could have signed you know it, it would have immediately helped us to stay ahead of the curve on teams like newcastle and you know teams we we've done well this season with a lot of our results even though some have been absolute garbage you know we beat villa home we beat villa home and away wolves home and away west ham home and away Leicester home and away. Those are games that we weren't winning last season. And it's going to be a damn hell tougher next season because 
some of these teams have been absolute trash this season. United, mm. Leicester have been rubbish. You know, yeah. So we we got we got to bring our A game again next season. Jerobi has wrote written an essay there. Yeah, I was about um, to say. <laughs> I'll leave that on the screen in case anybody wants to read it. While I'm uh, going back to my last note, Femi, 84th minute, they have a shot. Rami blocks it. He's out of position. They have another shot. All of our players, even the ones come off the bench to try and block it, can't blame the defenders as we had two defenders on the pitch at that time. Have you any idea what happened with that? Like the second goal because I was. Uh, that's oh, when I, I remember. You take Go it. Femi, though. No, 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 I take, no, no, I'm not talking about this goal. I'm so <laughs> <annoyed>. <laughs> Um, It was Ramsdale came out and blocked it, didn't he? Um, and then it rolls into the box and one of them smacks it in. He's completely unmarked. Um, why isn't our defender getting the rebound off Ramsdale was what I remember thinking. And then I, it's over. The game's over. Not that I thought we were getting back into it anyway. Uh, just a lack of experience, perhaps. We've defended so well, but there's only so long you can keep up for under that amount of pressure and with two defenders. So, uh, A. Nicolau says on, on the YouTube, I'm 19. God, I wish I was 19. That'd be a bit weird if my daughter was 24. No, that wouldn't work, would it? I'd have to kill her. No. Then no one would know. I'm 19, so I've never really seen the glory days, but I really feel like it's healthier to take a break from this club for a while, which is what ABW will be doing in the summer. We are all going to be blocking each other. <laughs> I was thinking um, of doing that. To be fair, I was, close to, I was yeah. really close to quitting social media tonight. I was like, I can't. <laughs> I've been giving it to Man United fans for the whole season. And for some reason, Man United fans are the only ones. I, I can't even see any Tottenham fans chirping up it's just may united they will fans. be they will be may united fans. Everyone don't get be. it what is it with may united fans what is it why did they just want us to wallow in their mediocrity their crapness so that they're not united. alone like that they've completely <laughs> messed it up and they're like ah you've done it too so. i think i did have a list of how many games we we was the most we lost any season um but no i don't think 13. i've got it it was 13 in the last season, wasn't it? And that, I thought that was the, the most since like 95 or yeah. something like that. And it's yeah. 13 again this season, I think. I was told, I think we've conceded more this season than last season, but apparently our points total this season, as my boyfriend was we saying. Don't draw. Yeah. <laughs> our points season would have got us into top four last season, apparently. I don't know yeah. if that's actually true. I think we've got yeah. uh, similar points to Man United, who finished second last season, if I'm not mistaken. It's um, just... yeah, because we don't draw. We either win or we lose, which is a problem in itself because <laughs> because it's it's kind of one of those things where you say, oh, it's because it's a young team, a game, but because you don't win, you you know you 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 have to have some sort of balance there. You can't just say, okay, we don't. Sometimes the Invincible took a draw when they knew they couldn't win. Yeah? You cannot just go gung-ho to try and win or lose every single game. And I'm hearing... I haven't seen the interview, but Jack has obviously gone in. So if anyone wants to put some of the quotes from the Xhaka, um press conference, that would be really helpful. Where's Rudy Rastos when we need him? Yeah, someone go and find us some quotes if you want. Make, He's make absolutely your own gone in on some players is what I'm hearing. Some of our players or theirs? Some of our players, yeah. Would Pepe be one of those players? Would Tavares be another one of them players? 
Maybe Eddie. Why would Tavares be? Tavares was not a problem. So I don't know who he was. He would be talking about. Well, it, I mean, this is the dodgy throw-in that gave them the ball that they decided yeah, to but, attack with. I mean, we had a long time between the throw-in and the, the, the goal going in. I, I don't know, man. Russ Morgan, all or nothing, very apt. <laughs> oh dear! Um, t- Go on. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, your internet's yeah, yeah. breaking up a little bit. <laughs> You're still here? No, no. Can you hear? Me? Can you hear me? No, you you need to call your internet provider. Uh, uh, okay, is someone I'll, using the I'll internet? Go out and then come back Okay. Um, Chris says, uh, thumbs up, you fucks. I don't know why he's, he's asterisk that. He's a moderator. He can type whatever the fuck he wants. Um, uh, Dorish says, Zaka can go to Roma. Oh, Avon says he's posted it. Oh, there we go. Right, we're going to bring up the uh, the quote there from uh, Zaka. From the first minute... Actually, I'll wait till um, Fran gets back. Why the, you're not doing what the coach is asking for of us. If someone is not ready for this game, stay at home. Jesus Christ. What kind of implosion is this? Oh, uh, yeah, you're back again. Better. Right, we're, we're going to wait until you're back to read the quote from Xhaka. <laughs> Thank you very much, Avon, not Teddington. Xhaka uh, said, from the first minute, didn't deserve to be on the pitch today. I don't know why we're not doing what the coach is asking from us. If someone is not ready for this game, stay at home. Oh, and Russ Morgan also went and got it. Cheers, Russ. Oh, another one from Granite. I can't explain to you why we didn't do what the game plan was. Not listening to the coach. What happened was a disaster performance. You don't deserve to play Champions League or even Europa League. Jesus Christ. <sighs> People are going to get mad about that. Can you if hear? I said Sorry. if I said that on this broadcast, <laughs> people would be vexed. People would be angry at me. <laughs> so go blame him. I didn't say it. He said it. I can, agree. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can yes. Me? It sounds like oh. it looks like someone else is using the internet. Is he playing the Xbox? No, I don't think so. Um, are, the, are the goldfish on their on their Nintendo Wii's? <laughs> oh, I love my goldfish. I'll show you to them at the end of the stream. Um, okay. But. Okay, I'll, um, I, I won't speak too much then, but people are going to go off at Xhaka, but I think what he's doing there is defending the manager, which shows that the players still back the manager, are with the manager. He's taking the blame onto the players, so Arteta isn't attacked. I don't think, you know, Granite has just won back the fans. Let's not all, I don't want infighting, like, <laughs> let's not go off on the players or the manager, which we've been doing all evening, but... <laughs> I don't. No one get mad at Xhaka. I think. I think it's okay to say that, but that's a controversial opinion. Well, I think um, they just they need to. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we we watched the days of Tony Adams pinning Mark Overmars on a wall in the dressing room. Do you remember that story, Danny? In Co- I think it was at Coventry. We lost the game. Oh, my memory just comes back to me. We lost the game three two. That was one of the early Robbie Keane days, and there was a story going around that um, Overmars wasn't putting in a shift. And Tony Adams grabbed him in the locker room and, and, and grabbed him and pinned him up against the locker. And Overmars wasn't there too much longer. So, sorry, if that's if that's what's got to happen, then that's what's got to happen. Um, to, I like uh, the to- passion. I like the passion. Tolu has also been kind enough to get us the quotes. Uh, thank you very much. Chris Lodato, the Dirty Lion. I, I could cry. 
uh, where you can make your your thoughts uh, thought loud. No, you can make your feelings loud by uh, going to the game when we were over in Orlando in the summer. Um, Richard Garnett says, Conte and Spurs doing the business. They've stopped Liverpool winning the league. God, I Have they? Tottenham, please. Oh, they drew, drew with Liverpool, didn't they? Yeah, someone asked a good question earlier, Fran. Does losing out on fourth place to Spurs make it worse than losing out to fourth place to anybody else? I think that's an obvious answer, isn't it? Well, yes, but like let's leave Spurs alone like we need to focus on us like regardless of where Spurs are Arsenal need to be in fourth it's been how many years 16 since we've been in the Champions League obviously it's horrendous that Spurs will be in fourth but 16. we need it no, so no, bad six six, five, six. Five or six. it's been 16 oh. 17 since we won the league yes um on that someone said like um that he was too young to have watched the history what i think i'm going to do to like decompress over the next few weeks is just watch as much arsenal history as i can like all of the documentaries all of it just get back to like what we're about reset my viewpoint learn more about the club that's what i'm going to be doing doing some drawings but anyway carry on We've got, got some more quotes here, Fem. Um, Russ Morgan's put one in here from Granite. You need people to have balls to come and hear and play. It's one of the most important games for us. We're feeling very disappointed for the people who came over here. Sorry to them, the fans. And then, uh, hold on, there's one here from Bernadette. Arteta, we, we knew, but we didn't cope with it. We didn't compete. Every aspect of the game, they were better than ours. Today, you have to put your head down, swallow every every poison available or oh, fuck me that's a bit drastic no the swallow your pride maybe a bit and chris has put he's defending the only manager who stood by the bloke that's why oh, fevy is chris is chris being a bit mean there granite granite is the true captain is what i keep saying clearly he's a leader of of the team um he's <laughs> He's, I've been saying it, he's a captain without the armband for a long time now. And um, what are we going to do in the summer about the captaincy? I don't know, because... Bring one in. Bring <laughs> one in, buy another one. I mean, I just... I said we should just give it to... We can't give it to Jacko because he's just a walking red card. And <laughs> we need to no play, one got sent off. <laughs> yeah, we need to play I the know. game a little bit next season, I think. I wouldn't even give it to Erdegaard. I'll probably give it to Ben White. And this is this is my thinking. Call me crazy, but I was watching a I was watching a game yesterday, and the captain was coming out talking to the ref, Michael Oliver, is it his name? And he was there was just chummy chummy, pally pally, and I was just like, we need a captain that can talk to refs like that, don't we? And uh, we just don't seem to have anyone that could do it. I don't know, but yeah, who knows? Maybe Jack is just he's off and he's just throwing his final grenade. <laughs> into now <laughs> at the rest of the team. Another... Uh, I, so I like that at least there's passion. They've not just gone, oh, we're really sorry. Like I want to see them fired up if it's with each other, if it's with the Should manager. Be, it's too late. At least they care. Yes, we should have seen it. You're right. <laughs> I mean, it's You're too right. Late now we we just had the Tottenham game that was a disaster, and you know you'd think that you're going to flip in, come out and show anything. What was the tactics? What was it that the manager asked him to do? I'd love him to tell us that. What was the actual plan? There was no plan tonight. I can't think of anything that was. I a think plan it was tonight. stubborn. I think it was stubbornness, like against Tottenham, saying we're not going to change formation. We're going to play our game. We're going to pass it out from the back. 
and nip a couple of goals in from the wings. Not with no plan B. That's been our problem this season. There's no plan B when it doesn't work out in that perfect way to start with. Bernadette's got another quote for us here from Arteta. Cheers, Bernadette. Normally I can defend. Newcastle were 100 times better than us in every department. Well, that's being generous. Um, that's being ungenerous. From beginning to end, it is hard to accept the reality of what happened on the pitch. Well, you weren't watching it, Sunshine. It's a, you, you could have done better. You should go and get. You should go and find Edu and give him a swift kick in the testicles and say, this is all your fucking fault. Well, um, not according to Guillaume Balligay. Oh, what's um, that I idiot think, said? Well, I think um, someone put it in our group um, the other day. Go and read the Guillaume Balligay BBC article. And he just broke down, you know, how the club works, how Arteta works and everything. And one of the key things that I saw in that is that Arteta and Edu are like thick as thieves. They're like, they, they bond so well from the moment that they've met. And they're one and uh, in one accord in everything that they do. So it's not an Edu or Arteta thing. It's they make the decisions together. Oh, yeah, because some people blame Edu, don't they? But maybe yeah, Arteta's no, doing it together. they make the together. decisions together, yeah. Okay, I want to address, sorry, if we can, uh, the onslaught of criticism that Arsenal fans are going to get. Can you hear me okay now? Yeah, you sound good. Okay, um, everyone's going to completely come at us, say we've bottled it and stuff. And I think we have to take it, you know. Um, it's not flip-flopping, in my opinion. If we are disappointed now, we can praise the team at some point, like during the last few games, where we did win against Chelsea. And then when we completely bottle it like this, we can be negative and angry. It's not being a flip-flop. We can acknowledge that we've really dropped the ball. And I just, we all have to be ready for Arsenal to just get absolutely torn apart in the media. But that's enough on that. <laughs> no, no. What you're saying is is very true, friend. Because that's the life of a football fan, isn't it? I mean, you can't. You win, th- especially the life of supporting a team that wins three games and loses three games. It, you're going to be up and down. I mean, losing three games is crazy in a season. Losing three games twice in a season. It's, what, what, it's never been seen before at Arsenal since the '70s or something like that. Doing it three times, which is a real possibility right now. Losing three games in a row three times in a season. Has that ever even been done at Arsenal in the history of Arsenal? I I think... I doubt it. It's just, if we look back on the season, I'm sure Daniel did a season review, but we've just been consistently inconsistent. And that that comes with a young team. Um, And we need to fix up next year. We, We don't know... I thought this had changed, but back tonight, it was that old feeling of like, I don't know what Arsenal we're going to see tonight, like what Arsenal's going to be on the pitch. <sighs> but then there's so many different factors that go into it. And um, yeah. Super Buckley says, uh, Ferguson's probably manager of Arbroath at this stage of his management. Well, he never managed Arbroath, and I've checked he was at Aberdeen at the time, his third club. Um, oh, am I going to read this? Oh, I've clicked it before I've even read it. Jamie Todd, who, who looks about seven, says, Here is the truth. The league is finished. It's old and pointless. England have destroyed football. Look at other leagues that have actually have teams that play for a living. Premier League is your holiday. That's- um, I mean, that's. I mean, the Premier League is very, very tough. It's a very yeah. difficult league. That's- and um, I mean, that's half the problem, which is why I'm scared about next season. It's... <laughs> 
we could finish fourth or we could finish tenth because yeah. of how off the league is. It's, there's, it's, there's the two out front and then there's about ten teams that are all yeah. equally like we could win against this team, but we could like inconsistent but good like yes right i think it's uh an hour and 18 minutes i thought we'd get this done in 20 minutes just sit here and just shout at the screen and then and then go stan is enjoying having the moderator privileges he's he's saying bum and thing like that in the, in the chat because he's the man's an animal uh will, stan will be joining us for the uh for the everton game uh the last game of, uh, of the season so that I was thinking of doing a watch along if it was going to be an important thing but Arsenal have saved me the, the embarrassment of having to do a fucking watch along which is lovely so uh, that's it we're all done uh, Fran is there anything you want to do or say before we go yeah yeah should we finish on a couple of positives because I'm go feeling very upset um, <laughs> Mike can I share a picture or yes. I'll, let, I'll let Femi go first and I'll uh... Oh yeah. Um, How do I do that? If, if you're going to share a picture, fam, be very careful because sometimes this shows you entire screen, and you don't want pictures of Chris in the bath like I've accidentally shared when my private pictures with him. Go on, fam. I'm going to find it. Uh, my positive: the fans have been brilliant this season, whole man away. Um, atmosphere at the stadium has been amazing, and you know it's the last home game of on Sunday, so I'll be there, block one, three, two, as usual, and let's just send the players off with a something i don't know some some sort of chair let's let's wait around for the lap of appreciation or whatever they call it i bet the stadium is half empty by then though but yeah the fans have been my um and the young players you know for the for, for how tired they look they've been absolutely brilliant this season especially the three that we have coming up um let's just build more around them and give them more help really yeah, a few experienced heads in there. Support mm. them. Don't leave it all on their shoulders. Did you sort out your picture you are going to share with us, Fran? Yeah. Okay. Good luck. This is, something, this, this is something that always brings me joy. Uh, um, how do I just share my screen? Ah. Oh, share. Got yes. It. Share screen. Right, right, right. So... Oh. This could go badly wrong. Everyone's in anticipation. I worry when I share my own screen. I gave away my postcode a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Keep talking. I need to work this out. So you could have just sent anything, it to me and then I could have done it. Oh, cheers, Danny. <laughs> it's like anything can happen there. We... So, Fem, next season. Do you I'll think... send it to you, Danny. Okay. Do you think yeah. next season uh, Newcastle are going to get top four? Mm, top six. I think they'll be so, as good as as Wolves are. You know what? Eddie Howe, for for the amount of whatever he gets, when he was at Bournemouth, even though they were pretty crap, they did used to give us a hell of a fright every time we played them, especially away from home. So I kind of was expecting that tonight. And he's got better players at his disposal now. And he's, he's done quite a good job, if you're being honest. I mean, from where they were to where they are now, I'll be very worried about Newcastle next season. With the with the spending power that they have, but see, I was looking at it in, from a negative point of view. In a couple of years, Newcastle are going to be one of the top four, as are Chelsea and Man City and Liverpool. So, if we'd have got Champions League this season, there's no way that we'd have been been able to sustain that. Because Danny, or you think one, maybe Chelsea on, would drop off or Liverpool? Not even that. The only way that. Liverpool got better is because they kept getting Champions League football. Yeah, they got a great manager, but 
when you can attract better players, that's the only thing that's going if to... If we keep getting Europa League or no Europe, we're just going to attract mediocre players, which just keeps us mediocre. Uh, yeah, everyone else around us is building as well. And they say, like, if you stand still, you're falling behind. Um, we've got to be getting in... If we're, we've got to be getting into the Champions League, getting those top players, or everyone else is just going to keep building. Anyway, I didn't. I just totally heard that last bit and didn't hear the rest of it. Did you have more to say? No, no, I think that was it. Um, this is okay. the picture that Fran wanted to share. <laughs> this makes yeah. me really happy. Okay, guys. So you can see in the top left corner, he's paid like a hundred grand or something for this guard dog and look how ferocious it looks up there right that's the breed of dog and then he posts a picture like look at my new boy and look at it isn't it just like the soppiest looking like cutest little thing with a tennis ball in his mouth <laughs> i think what someone needs to do sebi if you see this sebi just swap the heads for the because when it comes to head swaps, uh, Sebi is Please. is world class manipulator. I think that that dog would have done a better job defending today. Well, that, what they need to do is get that job chasing, get him chasing Eddie and Ketty around a bit, maybe. Eddie and Ketty doesn't need chasing. <laughs> <laughs> All he does is run. But uh, anyway, right, uh, I, sorry, I wanted to say it has been a good season. We've got a great young core. It's not finished the way we wanted it to, but these boys love the club. They're great players, got so much potential. And I just hope that the club does right by them this summer, gets in a few older heads, keeps developing them the right way um, so that they want to stay here. Yeah, um, Super Buckley agrees. I mean, this may well have been our last chance uh, for, for four years. Um, I think you could possibly be right. Uh, Femi, any last words before we go? And <laughs> uh, formerly knows it comes in with the obligatory hashtag Carpenter out. And Carpenter's in the chat. You can't do that. It's blasphemy. I bet I'm going to try and just make everyone smile. Uh, there we go. This will do it. Carpenter out. Farmers League. Scrolling along the bottom for the people um, uh, on the bus to work. If you are on the bus to work and you're listening to this or the train, just look at the person next to you and go, Carpenter out and see if they what they say. You can't be making a day any worse, can you? We've, we've had a fucking disaster. Right, get rid um, of that. Go up here. Are you going to find it to say, Fran? Yeah, I wanted to thank you for a really good stream. I feel a bit more calm. There was a lot I need to get off chest. Um good. Also, where can like um, we follow you, Femi, and like I'll do my links and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Look, she's a professional. Danny, she's coming to take your job. I didn't mate. hear what she said. I was reading. What, what did you say? I was reading she's what Sai said. To take your job. She's giving us a chance to plug ourselves. <laughs> what did you say? Say it again. She said she's got. Say it again. Say it again. I said, where can we find you, Femi? I thought I should ask. And. <laughs> No one needs to know where Femi is. It's just Can't picture of him. Your job. It's just it's just him. Photos of him doing voguing, looking, giving him his, his blue ice steel look. No one needs no, that. You, you can follow me on on Twitter at femster82. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. Give you a follow. And what? I mean, look at this. Look at this. Look at him there pouting. Hey, looking fresh. He's giving the look. And then you look at these other muppets. Look at Josh. And you got you got Ellis. <laughs> he's got his head up, but and then look and at Nick. him. He's just like, 
Nick of the Day was is on day release from uh, where wherever he is, and Richards, and then James looking like a cartoon <laughs> character, and then uh, and Simon. Not no, it doesn't really not part of ABW anymore. But look at him; he got married the other day. Oh, Lovely photos of the wedding on Instagram and Facebook. Have you seen them, Fem? No. Don't you follow the Collings? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's almost blasphemy. Um, and uh, go on. Oh, I, uh, first of all, your friend looks very alarmed in that photo. Um, but uh, congrats to him. Um, I was going to say my at is I think my name is at Sceny Sketches, and I do Ooh. ridiculously time-consuming, realistic drawings of our players because. I don't have much of a life, um, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna draw Jordan Nobbs or Ian Wright this week. So give me oh, a follow I've, if you want to see a new drawing. I voted for this this beautiful bastard there. Oh, after tonight, I, I, I'm not sure I can justify <laughs> it. Just none of them played well. I'm glad to be doing either one of the women who have smashed it yeah. or a legends. I'm too too upset to draw one of this team. So people go onto the Twitters and type in S E N E S K E T C H E S, and then you can go and vote on all the stuff she does. And she's got an Etsy where you can go and buy all of her wonderful drawings. And she does draw them. She doesn't use uh, some kind of software to grab the image and then colour it in a little bit. None of that nonsense. I, oh, look at that. I drew that. Hold on, oh, I'll do this. Full I'll screen, you guys. <laughs> Here we go. And uh, you uh, get so much love on Twitter for that. And Twitter doesn't give any love to no. anybody. I know. I thought I was really worried about going on Twitter because I just heard like it's this toxic like cesspit. It is. Um, but like, I don't know. I just do drawings. And I don't. I think you have to be like a pretty horrible person to be like, oh, I hate that. Like, <laughs> well. I, just, I just like drawing players in it. So everyone's been really nice. <clears throat> Stan uh, probably says he probably likes, not after today, but <laughs> Dan says he likes the time lapse videos, and Phil Aww. says super work. Super Buckley says unbelievable R, and Super Buckley voted for Righty. I'm going to do him and Nobs this week. I've got a couple of days off work, so. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, someone what? said I, someone said I was prettier than you. Phil said that, so Mr. Waffles, back to your corner. I would say Femi's the prettiest with those selfies. <laughs> uh, I know, I know where Mr. Waffles lives. I come around there and I'll, I'll beat him with his own. Uh, uh, yeah. So is that some of a Miami Dolphins thing? Uh, uh, no, that doesn't make any sense. We don't watch SNL. None of us are American. It is. It is mass sports talk. Oh, yes. Miami Dolphins. Uh, go Dan Marino, my favourite player, the only one I can name. Apart from Robbie Ricky Williams, that's it, because I had the shirt with the back of it. And then he decided, I'm giving up NFL. I'm going to go and get stoned for the rest of my life. And with my arthritis shoulder, God, please, some legalise um, cannabis in this country. Yeah. I don't smoke it. I just eat it. I'll eat it and I'll, my shoulder will be okay. Anyway, we're waffling on about nonsense now. Fran, thank you very much. Goldfish, thank you very much. You've you've been you've been fishy. They they love they they love Arsenal. I'll, I'll show you them another time though. They're my absolute children. I love them so yes. much. Okay. Poor fuckers. <laughs> not too late to pick another team. Femi, you have been um, not the voice of reason. You have been quite a grumpy young man tonight. And you know what? I think I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go and cry now. 
I know. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna go and watch some of the Johnny Depp trial. Take my mind off Arsenal. Yes, I'm gonna watch something. Actually, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not. I'm gonna go I'm, finish Halo. That's what I'm gonna do. No. I'm gonna go and I've got. I'm gonna get up early tomorrow, and I'm gonna get an electric chair, and I'm gonna go out on my own round of Manchester, and maybe pop into Huntingdon. Nobody stalk me, and no one can burgle me while I'm out. And then uh, I might go and see Sexy Frank because it was his daughter's birthday today, and it's his missus's birthday tomorrow. And I've written a card. I had to forge Sean's writing. They won't watch this. They won't know. Anyway, look, we're talking about absolute nuns. Oh, here we go. Oh, Chris is kissing up to the femme star. He says he loves you. You know why that is, Fem? Because you're my favourite. Out of all of them. They're all scumbags, the rest of them. Right, this people. <laughs> shush, don't you start. <laughs> uh, yes, so we're going to go now. Thank you very much, everybody, for putting up with us for an hour and a half. We will be back on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, possibly Saturday. No one knows what fucking day the next podcast is going to be. We will be here on Sunday for the for the the preview show and the post game show, which is actually pointless because the season's over, and uh, that will be it. So thank you very much for watching. Uh, don't don't thumbs up. Don't subscribe. And for fuck's sake, don't tell anybody what we do. It's our no little way. secret. Right. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>